Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, and welcome to The Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. A couple of weeks ago, I spoke with Jamie Lee Curtis about a number of things she has going on, like her work in Disney's Haunted Mansion, her incredible appearance in Hulu's The Bear, and even her new graphic novel, Mother Nature. Yeah, she's like really busy. The chat, as you'll hear, was incredible, amazing, everything I could have hoped for. But the possibility of a looming Screen Actors Guild strike was in the air. I'll see you at the premiere unless the SAG strike happens and we don't get to go. So needless to say, our conversation was recorded before the strike, and I did not get to see her at the Haunted Mansion premiere. That said, wow, am I glad we were able to get our chat in before the strike, because chatting with Jamie Lee Curtis has been a longtime goal of mine. From the Halloween franchise to her Oscar-winning performance in Everything Everywhere All at Once, not to mention her other iconic films like Trading Places and A Fish Called Wanda, My Girl, True Lies, and of course, we cannot forget... Freaky Friday, Jamie Lee Curtis has quite literally experienced every aspect of this business, which is what makes her so fascinating to talk to. And guess what? We talked about all of that and so much more. Let me tell you something, a little peek behind the curtains, if you will. Interviewing celebrities can sometimes be difficult and maybe a little frustrating. Either their representation is so involved in the conversation, it's impossible to make a connection with them, or They're just not being real, you know what I mean? Jamie Lee Curtis is the opposite of this. Personable, giving, present. I left the interview feeling like I had just kind of made a new friend. Now, I'm not sure if this is just the force of, you know, her star power, what makes her a star. But whatever it was, I'm glad I got to experience it. So, with that said, let's get to it. Go on and grab a snack because I'll be right back with Jamie Lee Curtis. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Well, I have to say, before I got on, I wanted to sort of like hype myself up, even though I don't need that to talk with you, because it's such an honor to speak with you. I've been such a huge fan of yours for so long that I posted the clip of you and True Lies on my Instagram, 
and the love fest that people are having in the comments for you, not only in that film, but every film. It is just it's warming my heart. It is just it's wonderful. Well, you know, I appreciate that. As you know, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. With very little expectation. Mm. Very little. Um, and I've just had a really good time doing what I get to do when I get to do it with who I get to do it with. And then once in a while, something happens where people really like it Yeah, and you never know. You just never know mm-hmm. when someone's going to really love something. And I've had that experience. I had that experience obviously with the everything movie. Yeah. Um, and then I'm having that experience right now with the TV show, the bear. Yeah. And I'm just sort of being where my feet are and being really happy that I get these opportunities now at this advanced age near death. You know. <laughs> well, I have. I'm going to ask you about the bear and your book and so many oh, other do things. Your thing. But you I do. do I do have to ask you about Haunted Mansion. I am a. My boyfriend and I are Disney people. We are season pass holders. Haunted Mansion is our thing. We. I was. I was there the other day. I did. We did a little stunt. We did a little where the people came through and I was in my outfit. I was in the Haunted Mansion, um, you know, uniform. You have no idea how excited we were. And they gave me a a, um, Disney pin. I got my name tag, uh, which was very exciting to me. How? What was it like working in the park? That's wild to me. It blew me away. You know, I mean, we were there. We were there for it was a stunt. So it was before the park opened. They let people in early. Owen Wilson was there. Lakeith Stanfield was there. Mm-hmm. We greeted the guests to the ride. Then we rode the ride. Then we did a little press stuff. Um, it was so fun to be back in the park. I haven't been back in the park in a while. And you have to remember, I don't know. Do you follow Charles Phoenix? No, I don't. Charles Phoenix is a. Uh, <laughs> What is he? Is he a journalist? Is he a performance artist? Mm. He is a nostalgist. Oh, I, that's that's me too. Okay, he has he does slideshows. He has, I would say, hundreds of thousands of old Kodachrome slides from theme parks. Wow does a whole presentation about Disneyland. He sings every song. He wears like, he is follow him on Instagram. I will. He's fantastic. He'd be somebody to surprise your boyfriend with and go see a Charles Phoenix show. He is fantastic. And Charles, so I am that girl. I went to Disneyland when it first opened. I remember the Carousel of Progress as being like the most exciting thing I'd ever seen. And so I have real Disney love. And then I raised kids and did the whole mm-hmm. version of doing it with kids and seeing it through their eyes. But I haven't been in the park in a while. Wow. And just being in the park, literally from where we were sitting at the Haunted Mansion, there was the... um um, the, 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 what's the boat that Tom Sawyer? Oh, the Mark, the, the Mark Twain boat, the Mark Twain yeah. boat. And then there was the raft going yeah. over to the Island and it was all happening mm-hmm. as we were sitting on this balcony and my heart soared because I had such vivid mm-hmm. 
memories and you know the drive there's a bitch yeah. drive back is a bitch yes if you're driving back in the middle of the day it's a bitch yeah you're driving through concrete jungle mm. los angeles the expansion of los angeles has just made it a bigger concrete jungle yeah and leaving the park i had all of the feelings of what this must feel like mm -hmm. to people who come here who are in the concrete jungle yeah. and who walk through those doors and have that experience it's magical yeah yeah it really is so what was what excited you about doing the film and what's your history i mean do you remember writing on haunted mansion oh were, of course yeah oh my god the Doomba? <laughs> yes of course. obsessed oh no 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 of course um, I remember Madame Leota. I remember thinking, like, why is that woman in the crystal ball? What's going on with her? Of course, I remember the ghosts and the dinner table and the, you know, the ride itself. And there's that little moment. I mean, it's just it's it's not a ride, by the way. It's an attraction, yeah. <laughs> um, which I remembered. Um, and I do remember it. But, you know, I also remember Pirates of the Caribbean and yeah. and. You know, we all have our favorite things. Mine was the Carousel of Progress, which they took and put at Disney World um, in Florida, where, where I'm not going because you can't say gay in Florida. And yet, look what I bought at <laughs> um, Disneyland because, mm. you know, this is, this is, to me, this really shows yeah. their commitment to yeah. inclusivity. So yeah. I, um, I have... I have memories of, of the Haunted Mansion, but never thought about it. And then they just sent me a script of a, a new version of what the Haunted Mansion was and meant. Mm -hmm. And this version deals with a lot of loss. You know, you, you, we, we can joke about ghosts. Yeah. But what are ghosts? Their souls lost. And they're dead people. Yeah. So, you know, this is a movie with set in a little bit of grief. You know, the people who are alive are missing their people mm -hmm. or gone. And so the movie has a real depth to it and a real gravitas. Yeah. In the midst of the classic nostalgic part of the ride. So I think that Justin Simeon did a really good job blending those two realities. Well, and how do you prepare to play, I mean, someone, a character like Madame Leota, who we've never seen outside of the bubble. So we don't like, what do we know about her? Very little. Well, we know very little. And in the story, um, the mansion is haunted because the guy who I'm looking for pictures, by the way, as I talk to you, okay. the mansion, um, by the way, just let me just say this to you. Oh, wow. <gasps> Wow. That's it was incredible. so beautiful. So she is a medium from way back in the day who is brought in. Hold on. There's more. Um, who's brought in to um, to reach to host a seance yeah. to reach the soul of the wife of the guy who bought the house. Mm -hmm. And so originally Madame Leota is is brought in in that way. And what happens is, of course, a bad spirit comes into the house yeah. and ultimately entraps her inside her crystal ball. Wow. 
Wow. Which is why she's stuck in the crystal ball. And then as the movie continues, um, I'm just going to show you. It's 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 impossible to really show you. Yeah. But I've never in my life worn costumes wow. like this. Wow. Jeffrey Curland did the costuming. It was so extraordinary. Um wow. l- look at the That's gown. Incredible. Beating. And so she is brought in. What we figured out was that she had a Russian background. Um, I mean, look, you can't really tell, but this is me going down some stairs. Oh. It, was, it was the most exciting thing I'd ever done. This was her cape when she walked in the door. Of wow. The That's Sunset Boulevard level. That's drama. It was, it was spectacular. So that's her job. She, you know, I'm in the movie a very little bit. Yeah. The, the new people, modern day, buy a house, their spirits, mm-hmm. they bring in, I think, some fake ears uh, who are <laughs> who are supposed to be mediums, but it turns out, in fact, they're very good. Um, and then they summon her, and then she shows up to help them figure out how to get rid of the bad spirit. Oh. I'm obsessed. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I do have to also ask you because I was not expecting to be as, uh, I don't know, upset by the bear. It was so difficult to watch and it was so, but it was also, uh, I needed to watch it because we all know that woman. We all know that mother. We all know that person. And I think when you're in the presence of what you did in that show, when you're in the presence of someone like that, you're thinking you're crazy. Get away from me. But watching you do it and the way you allowed us to sort of see that this is actually just a mother who has a lot of trauma and we see she's not just a crazy person. And and you you saw all of that. It was just a beautiful performance. You're going to win an Emmy. I know it. You're going to you're going to add to that Oscar in the background that I see. There's going to be an Emmy right next to it. I know it. Well, I appreciate that, obviously, very much. Um, What I really appreciate is the opportunity. And what I really appreciate is the level of storytelling and the writing um, and the way that Chris Storer has taken his family story somewhat and turned it into that TV show, which is, I think, the most exciting thing on television. And I felt that way when I saw the first episode last summer, and there is a moment where in the first episode, Carmen calls his sister Sugar to bring a jacket that he's going to sell um, to make some money to buy the beef to keep the restaurant going. And when they're in the back alley and she shows up, there's a moment where she says, have you called mom? And he says, no. And she says, I think you should. I knew The minute they mentioned the mother, Mm. I knew that I would play her. Just down to somewhere down in you. I knew it. I, you know, I saw a picture of Christopher Guest in a magazine and didn't know anything about him and said I was going to marry him. So I have that. Yeah. Um, And that's how I felt. And then sort of didn't think anything else about it. And then the everything year went on. And then in January of this year, I got sent the script from Chris. And um, it was so beautifully written that I just knew that it would be powerful. And yes, 
by the way, how many of us know people who are so desperate for help, but then claim they don't want it? Yep. When like it's that was to me the mercurial part of her, mm-hmm. someone who who claims she wants help, but then rebuffs the help and then bemoans the fact she has no help. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's alcoholism. It's um, It's a little mental illness. It's, uh, it's a beautiful portrait. The whole show, Mm -hmm. the way every character gets a beautiful portrait, the, 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 the beautiful connective tissue of like, for instance, um, uh, what just popped into my mind was Richie, mm. um, Eben, and um, his scene with the woman who we know he's divorced from, mm-hmm. but we're, we're seeing yeah. them making a life together with a baby. It was just heartbreaking yeah. because we all have the hope and dream for our futures, for our children's futures. We all do. Mm -hmm. And then the reality of life sets in. And I just love that we get to see this sort of origin story. Yeah. It's beautiful. How do you, does, does playing a role like that, because it, it stressed me out. How does it take a toll on you as you're doing it? But I'm sure, I mean, it's an emotional day, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not a yeller. I don't yell a lot. And so, just that sort of level of 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 um, of energy is 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 draining. I'm not that person. I don't. I I mean, if anything, the only thing that's weird is you're isolated. You you leave that set with all those people, and then you go by yourself back to a hotel room, mm-hmm. and then you're by yourself in your hotel room, and you call your home. How did your work go? Yeah. And you go what? no it was it was you know it was intense was the word i kept saying it was intense and then you you know and then you find out that the dog threw up or something or the Mm -hmm. gardener um that we have a water main break or something and then your life just becomes the quotidian part of your life and you forget it and the honest truth is i forgot it and then all of a sudden they sent it to me and i thought Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that was lit. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't like. You know, I was there five days. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Well, I have to move on to Mother Nature because this has been a long time in the making. I know for you, why was this important for you to do? I mean, you've done other stuff in in the literary world, but like, why oh, yeah. this? Why? What was this like for you? Um, I had this idea when I was 19 years old, it came from, um, I don't remember exactly where I was, but I remember I was in a car and I kicked up somehow a piece of gravel kicked up and hit the windshield. And I remember the sound being so shocking. Mm. And then my mind went to the movie Bonnie and Clyde classic and the Godfather and the end of Bonnie and Clyde and Sonny's death in the Godfather. And I imagined a a tornado 
kicking up an entire gravel driveway and pelting a car with people in it like bullets and then people trying to escape the car now i don't and then getting you know (laughs) kind of sunny corleone yeah and it's become a verb now to get sunny corleone take the canoe and I don't know how much you're on Instagram, but because I've written a book called Mother Nature, I my feed gets a lot of natural disasters. And there was recently, if you haven't seen it, make a note. I will. uh, Google Red Rocks Hailstorm. Okay. Because it was in the middle of a concert and in Red Rocks, yeah. and there was a massive hailstorm where people went to the hospital. Oh, wow. Because they got caught out. And that was the other thing that I always imagined was a hailstorm where people had their heads knocked off by the hail. And I just thought about why we are having such extreme. Mm-hmm. This was when I was 19. What happens when you fuck with Mother Nature? Yeah. And Mother Nature fights back. Yeah. And we are seeing it everywhere now. And this was something I wrote when I was 19. I had thought about it. I kind of tried to think about, like, trying to put it together. You know, didn't, whatever. And then um, after I made Halloween 2018 Mm -hmm. and realized how much fun movie making was. Yeah. Because I really lost my energy for it. Yeah. Um. It, it felt not exciting to me. And David Gordon Green uh, makes shit exciting. Yeah. And I came back from it with this renewed feeling like, oh, shit, you can go off and make movies really quickly with a fun group of people. And it doesn't have to be this sort of slog. It can yeah. be a sprint and it can be super fun. And. I came back and ultimately wrote a screenplay, which is something I'd never done before Mm -hmm. and hired a young person to help me put it into script form on final draft. And then kind of continued working with that young person who ended up running the company that I have now with Jason Blum, Russell Goldman. And, you know, at one point the movie was too expensive to make and blah, blah, blah. And I got other work and I was off doing whatever I do. And, at one point, um, Russell said to me, can I take a crack at the script? Mm. And I said, sure, of course. And my version of the script is my version of my childhood. Father Knows Best. Oh, wow. The Brady Bunch. Yeah. Um, the Partridge Family. That is my... That was what I was raised on. Yeah. So in my script, there was a father who was the engineer and the owner of the company was a big heavy set guy named Eric Butterfield. Yeah. And the women were wives and daughters. Mm. Now the wife was cheating. Yeah. And uh, the daughter was sleeping with her boyfriend and didn't want her parents to know, but it was pretty classic yeah. narrative. It was just like very fifties. Yeah. And Russell understood that what was wrong with the script is that it's called Mother Nature. Mm -hmm. And so when he submitted the script back to me after a couple months of working on it, and he said, just read it, but just do it with like 
just commit to the read and don't like freak out. And I'm like, (laughs) what did you do? And I read the first, you know, 10, 15 pages. And I I called Russell, the original father's name was Track Denton. That was his name. That's a very 50s name. Um, And he was the engineer. Yeah father in the story and what happened was like 15 pages in i realized track wasn't in the script yeah and the movie was now about nancy denton and this native american woman who and it was two mothers and two daughters and that's where russell really Mm. really russell brought the movie together yeah, and so Russell is the co-author because he completely shifted the spiritual nature of the movie. He yeah. made it about women. That's amazing. And now the boss is, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Butterfield's daughter, yeah. <laughs> and I am Butterfield's daughter. So that's how Mother Nature came about. And are, do you still plan on directing the film version? I'm hoping to. I just, you know, the problem is. Um, I'm now getting work. Yeah. So I have work and I have a TV show I'm going to try to do next year. Oh. Um, um, I'm so excited for on, that. Based on the Scarpetta books yeah. uh, with Nicole. And I have a couple movies I'm going to go off and do. And I'm going to try to direct a documentary. And so I may end up not directing it. I may give it to somebody and say, go off and make a great movie. Mm. Um, because I just don't know if I'm going to have that window of time. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. see. The material is great. So it'll be great regardless. So my last question for you is one of the things that I've, I've been a, I've been a fan of yours for uh, since I was a kid, a very long time. And I came in with my girl. That was my first entry into you. Mm -hmm. And, and then of course, Halloween and then everything that, and true lies and so many, so many films. And one of the things that has blown me away about you and sort of what I do. Cause I'm also sort of a nostalgia, like a Hollywood. My Instagram is all just posting clips of references that I do in my comedy and my work and what I love. And you have experienced every single aspect of this business in a lot of ways, the highs, the lows, the Oscars, the, I mean, you've, you've experienced it all. And what is so <clears throat> telling, I think, or what's what I always think about you is you won. you're in such a moment right now if this moment, if, if you had won an Oscar earlier in your career, do you think you would have been able to appreciate it as much as you do now? Would it have been different? It would have been awful. Really? It would have been awful because I, I would have attached so much to it. I'm, I, would have, I would have felt a responsibility to attach some sort of gravitas Mm-hmm. By the way, I want to remind you, I won an Oscar in a movie called Everything Everywhere All at Once that yeah. was made for $12 million mm-hmm. in 38 days in Simi Valley. Mm-hmm. We didn't have trailers. We used offices in the building. I played an overweight IRS auditor who, in a multiverse, falls in love with one of her clients. Yeah, um, <laughs> It has not sort of gone past me that that is how I got there. Yeah. And the whole ride of last year, I was so excited for the movie. The last thing I thought was somehow I would end up with golden things. Yeah. And 
I know people have been like, oh, yeah, bullshit. I'm telling you the truth. And yet if that had happened to me when I was in my 30s, I think it would have been that thing where there would have been some expectation placed on me that Mm. I would have felt very self-conscious about. I don't give a shit. I'm now like having a great moment. I'm, I I hope I wish it happened when I was 75. Like I'm, I'm so happy that I was hungry, 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 hungry all the way. Yeah. up to everything everywhere all at once like that my hunger to love what i do love who i do it with mm-hmm. do it with a hundred percent of my being yeah and that there's so little up in my brain about it mm-hmm. that had that kind of success happened to me when i was younger um i i would have been really damaging and I don't know how young people handle all of it. Yeah. It's beautiful that it occurred the way it has. I mean, I can't tell you. I was telling your reps how excited I was to be able to speak with you. I've been wanting this for years. It is. I'm it, so happy. It Thank means you. the world to me. And I hope to meet you in the real world at some point. Well, you will. I mean, we live in Los Angeles, darling. And by the way, I have the same Dyson in the back. <laughs> oh, isn't it? Isn't it the best? It's the best thing. I've, I love to. I love to vacuum. It's insane. <laughs> Well, I have the same machine. Um, Thank you for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it. God bless you. Have Have a a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Do you see what I mean? Like, I think, am I, am I friends with Jamie Lee Curtis now? I don't, I think I am. I don't know. That's a plot twist to life I did not see coming. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. Follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything, including threads. <laughs> and thanks for listening to Newsweek's Parting Shot. I hope you're able to leave a little rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really, really does help. You know that. I say it every week, but just go on and do it. Just do it. Just do it once. It's fun. For the latest news and podcasts, head to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the social platforms. And while you're at Newsweek.com, go on and subscribe to For the Culture newsletter. You'll love it. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. 90 years. Newsweek now brings you an exceptional lineup of podcasts. The debate. They'll recognize how these policies aren't working. They'll feel the pain and they'll change their behavior. The Josh Hammer Show. Restore the principles and the political paradigms of the American founding. The Crystal Knight Show. Just because officers are black doesn't mean that the policing system still isn't inherently racist. Fast women. Chevy's actually doing really well and Honda's really not. Wow. (laughs) She's like the opposite of most people's perception of them. It is. The parting shot. Every year when the new nominations are announced, I get this excited, nostalgic feeling and it brings out that little kid in me who just loved movies. The Royal Report. Harry and Meghan's head of comms has announced they now move forward to their kind of future outside the royal family. Newsweek podcasts. New episodes drop weekly. Download or listen now at newsweek.com or wherever you get your podcasts.